Blog Talk Radio.
a lot of, uh, I don't know how you would describe it, I guess more like uh, uh, if there was a, if there was a conservative version of, uh, you know, libertarian version of the hippies, uh, that's what a lot of the folks uh, in this movement are like. They're people that they want to do the right things. They want to live right. Uh, they want to obey the obey the rules, but but they want there to stop being so many rules, so many unnecessary rules and laws, so much unnecessary expansion of the federal government into our lives. Uh, it's very unnecessary expansion. And they're going to have a great uh, group of folks there to uh, uh, to speak at the event and uh, a lot of great musicians. So it'll be well worth your time to, to go and check it out. Uh, Sam just put it up in the chat room. Uh, it is freedompalooza.blogspot.com backslash freedompalooza.com blogspot.com backslash and uh, you can go there and get all the information on it and uh, uh, and I think it's uh, like I said I think it's going to be a, a really fun event <clears throat> we just had a several events here this last week and the uh, last two weeks actually and uh, I wanted to talk about them for just a moment we have the uh, Battle Road USA, uh, End of the World as We Know It, Zombie Destruction Running Gun. And uh, that is our twice-a-year event. It's a an event designed to help you test yourself, your gear, and your skills. And the way you do it is uh, you will uh, follow a four-and-a-half-mile course, and along the course there will be eight shooting stations for rifle and pistol, and in between the shooting stations there will be obstacles. Uh, some are man-made, some are nature-made, and uh, the obstacles, and a lot of the course is going to be modified for this, the next event, which will be in October, October 11th, I believe. <coughs> and uh, it is... Like I said, it's one of the it's one of only three events like this in the United States. Uh, these events are designed to help you test your stamina, your shooting skills, and your gear all together. Because all three things have to work together in order for you to be able to. You're going to need to be able to physically uh, make the course, the four and a half miles. And uh, you don't have to run. I mean, some people do. Some people run on a jog. Uh, but uh, you'll have to make the four and a half miles. And it's only four and a half miles. We're not asking you to uh, walk from San Antonio to Houston or vice versa. Uh, we're just asking you to go four and a half miles. And at the same time, we're going to be asking you to shoot different stations with rifle and pistol. And we're also going to be asking you to, uh, you're, well, you're going to be carrying whatever gear you think is necessary to make this. You may be carrying just a tiny bit, or you may be carrying a lot. It's going to be up to you. You'll have to, to, to decide what works for you. But in, the, in my discussions with uh, folks in the, uh, in the prepping self-reliance communities and in the shooting communities and stuff like that, 
you know, eventually at some point, you know, if you talk long enough, the the talk will come to uh, different types of uh, uh, grid down or end of the world situations where somebody will bring up some story like the the lights out story or unintended unintended consequences, something like that. And they'll be talking about what they would do, you know, what would they do to protect themselves and their family, etc. And a lot of people talk about grabbing all their gear and, and, and bugging out to the woods and stuff like that. And we've had shows on Rossman Radio. We had, we've had shows talking about bugging out and stuff like that. And, uh, and I, I don't think a lot of people really understand. They think that putting on a bunch of gear and taking off and heading to the woods might be a good idea. But if you want to, if you just want a little preview of that, then you should come to one of the uh, one of the twice a year running tournaments we hold. You can put on as much gear as you want. It's only four and a half miles, like I said. It's not, you're not going to be I'm not going to be asking you to go uh, uh, to go from Austin to uh, to Houston or anything like that. Uh, like some of the people have told me that their their bug out by foot uh, are planned for. Uh, it's just four and a half miles, and I'll tell you, buddy, if you haven't put all your gear and tried walking in it and shooting in it, then a lot of times this is a real eye-opener, folks, because it's, uh, it's a lot different than just standing in front of the mirror and looking at it, all right? It's a lot different. You'll find out very quickly if your, uh, if your backpack is loaded long or if the straps are too loose or too tight, uh, if there's a sharp point that's going to wear a bloody hole in your shoulder uh, in about two miles, uh, if uh, something you're wearing covers up your pistol so you can't draw it, or if something else you're wearing covers up your mag pouches so you can't draw from those, you're going to find out. You're going to find out on this. You're going to find out if stuff is going to fall off your gear or if it's going to fall off your rifle, or if your rifle's going to fall off, or if your rifle's going to fall in half, because I've seen all that. I've seen all this stuff happen. Uh, matter of fact, I have, I have a box at the end of each event that's filled up with stuff that uh, has fallen off people's gear and rifles and stuff like that. So this is going to help you see what works and what doesn't. And you're going to be able to do it in an atmosphere of... Uh, uh, you know, of fun and safety because we've made it as safe as possible. We've got tons of uh, range safety officers. Uh, we've made all of the events as safe as possible. So you're going to be able to do it in a safe environment as opposed to figuring it out at the end of the world with uh, zombies or aliens uh, breathing down your neck or uh, or uh, 40,000 screaming jihadists uh, hot on your trail. This last event... <clears throat> Uh, we ran a total of about 110, uh, 110, 120 runners through the course, and uh, and everybody who spoke to me said they really enjoyed the course. Now, you know, we've got a few notes uh, from folks on how to make it better, and uh, we're reading those. And if, and if any of you guys that are listening, if you ran through the course and you have some notes, you have some suggestions or something, be sure and send them to me. Just go to the website, BattleRoadUSA.com, and our uh, email is on there. Just email me. It's Mike at BattleRoadUSA.com, and uh, you can send me any suggestions you have for it. Or if there's something that you'd like to see, 
some different kind of stage or some, uh, something else that you'd like to see, we'll be glad to take a look at that too. We, uh, we have a, uh, like I said, a really safe course, a really great course. <clears throat> we had uh, several vendors out who were selling uh, equipment and gear, and uh, I believe that they had a successful uh, day. We had uh, Justin from Roughneck Firearms. We had uh, Chandra from uh, Texas Tactical. And uh, we had Millie Davis out with her organization, her charitable organization, uh, loveyourveterans.org. And uh, she brought out her her big uh, uh, cannon and uh, fired it uh, quite a few times. It fired the golf ball-sized projectile. And her three-barrel shotgun. And uh, and she shot it. Some of the other folks shot it. And we had uh, this year. We, it, we haven't really pushed to get a lot of swag or anything because we we're mainly just interested in doing the run. We're going to try and work on that uh, this coming year. Uh, on this coming for the for the next event in October. And that is to try and have uh, some more sponsors. Uh, for us and some more vendors and some more gear. Uh, we had, uh, this year we had a handmade knife from Matt Helm Knives, and it was gorgeous. I mean, it was just a beautiful knife. Uh, once, I, once I had it in my hand looking at it, it was really hard to give it away. Uh, but to Andrea Helm, who's come to the run uh, several times before, and, I, and I've known her from the Pecos running gun, she asked her brother to make a handmade knife, and he did. We really appreciate that. Uh, Dustin uh, from Roughneck Firearms donated one of the new Roughneck Firearms uh, lower uh, AR-15 lower receivers. We had uh, a chunk of 400 rounds of uh, 5.56 ammo. They're all different kinds of smaller lots of the Hornady Zombie ammo. We had cold steel knives and hatchets and uh, uh, and water filters and you name it, all kinds of uh, survival gear. Uh, uh, Chandra donated some uh, SOG backpacks and uh, uh, ammo carriers, uh, stuff like that. <laughs> so we had a little bit of swag, and uh, we're going to be working on getting sponsors for the upcoming event. And if you know of any sponsors, uh, we'd be glad to talk to them. And uh, uh, once again, if you if you've got any suggestions for sponsors for the event, just uh, contact me, Mike at BattleRoadUSA.com. And that will be October 11th. You go to the BattleRoadUSA.com website, and uh, that will have a link. I don't know if it's up yet or not. I haven't looked at it, but it will have a link probably starting in the next couple of days to the event by page, so you can go ahead and get signed up for it. Then the next weekend, uh, Melanie Davis uh, from the uh, uh, organization LoveYourVeterans.org, uh, she and a bunch of other organizations who are donating or who are dedicated to safeguarding and defending our rights and freedoms, people like uh, the Texas group uh, Come and Take It, the uh, uh, Gun Rights Across America, uh, there was uh, open carry groups, 
you, there were several groups here that uh, that had kind of an impromptu meeting and reunion. Uh, they were scheduled to go on a hog hunt on some ranch, and that fell through. And, and uh, Melanie contacted me and and asked if they could uh, possibly come out and go camping. And I said, sure, you know, certainly. And we had some of the stations uh, still left up from the zombie running guy. And I told her she's welcome to use those. So the folks came out. And there was about, uh, I think, about 45 or so folks that came out. And they camped, and uh, they shot all day Saturday and uh, most of the day on Sunday. And they had a nice big barbecue, and and they had a great time. And uh, while they were doing it, they made plans to work together. Uh, as as independent organizations, but working together to assist each other. And you guys have heard me talk about this many times before, and that is that uh, that making alliances, especially for small groups, that making alliances uh, so that you can kind of craft yourself into a larger organization. It's one of the it's one of the best things that you can do. Uh, you can share ideas on how things work between the organizations. Uh, you can use the different organizations to help get the word out about uh, about things that you're doing or about upcoming legislation, etc. And uh, a lot of times you can even get help with the cross-pollinization uh, of memberships. Uh, you know, so... Getting uh, getting together, uh, all of the smaller groups getting together <coughs> and working to, to make alliances, to make yourself into a part of a much larger coalition is uh, is a really good idea. And you know, from the from the observer's viewpoint, it may look like that the that the small all those small groups have have different agendas, and and some of them do. But but at the end of the day, all their all of their real goals are the same, and that is safeguarding and defending the uh, the rights and freedoms that we enjoy by virtue of living in this nation, especially uh, our firearms rights. So. <clears throat> And I encourage you uh, to seek out these groups and uh, think about becoming a member yourself or helping them by making a donation. And uh, Melanie and I, while she was here, and some of the other members of the other groups, we talked about uh, making this kind of a, like an annual or semi-annual thing. Where we can where we get together here and and uh, and have a you know have like a dual purpose event. One side of the event event being uh, to have some fun and that's to for folks to get together and socialize and uh, maybe have some bands uh, come and play and uh, have some speakers come and speak. Uh, to the organizations about what we're doing, about the the best ways that we can defend our rights and freedoms, and uh, I would also do some shooting, you know, at the same time. 
So look in the next uh, in the next few days. I just got the proposal uh, from Ms. Davis uh, today. So uh, we're going to be taking a look at the proposal, and as soon as we as soon as we can hammer out all the details, uh, then I will set up a uh, a page for it and uh, invitations and stuff like that. But that would be out here at the at the Battle Road uh, facilities, and I imagine the way it'll work is uh, is it will probably be like a, a two day event, like a Saturday and Sunday event, and uh, folks will come out and camp and stuff like that. Like I said, we'll have the speakers and we'll have some shooting, and and she talks about getting a band uh, to come out and play, maybe a band like uh, uh, like Madison Rising. Uh, that's the band that she had mentioned, and I looked them up and I listened to some of their music, and it uh, it sounds really good. I mean, they're a they're a freedom and liberty band, just like Poker Face is. I wouldn't mind having Poker Face come and play too. Uh, but we'll get back to you on that. As soon as we have everything nailed down, solid. We'll also get Melody and uh, some of the other gun rights uh, folks that are going to be there. We'll get them all to come on the show and uh, talk about. Uh, what we're going to do, all right? And uh, and I believe that would be in uh, sometime in the uh, September, October, November time frame. Uh, and we'll be doing our uh, running gun October 11th. So I think that we're going to be doing it uh, sometime. I think sometime before that. I'm not sure. And. Uh, Also, I believe I mentioned it this last week, but uh, I would like to mention again <clears throat> that uh, that Battle Road will be uh, spinning up uh, our new rifle marksmanship program uh, in September, and uh, the exact date. Well, it's going to have to wait till we get. We have so many September and October events uh, that are that are kind of like in limbo right now. But uh, in the next week or so, we should have most of it ironed out because we'll have uh, the uh, running gun. We'll have the uh, uh, reunion. Uh, we've got uh, uh, our own rifle, pistol, and shotgun courses that we're running. And then at the same time in September we'll be starting off with the uh with the Texas Rifle Marksmanship Program. Uh and this is gonna be the ghost of Goliad, Defenders of the Alamo, and the Heroes of San Jacinto. And uh that'll be in September. We'll once again be scheduling the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship classes at our facilities here at uh, Battle Road in Central Texas. And we're doing this to coincide with a seven-month run for Texas independence. Uh, that began in Gonzales on October 2nd, uh, 2nd in uh, 1835 and, uh, and ended seven months later at San Jacinto on April 21st, 1836. This was a seven-month run for independence that uh, Texas made. Uh, which culminated in winning its independence from Mexico and 
the birth of a brand new nation, uh, the only state in the nation to to have been its own republic at one time. Uh, the two-day classes will uh, be running. They'll be taught on Saturday and Sunday. There will be an emphasis on, on learning the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship uh, at 25 meters and at the actual distances of 100, 200, 300, 400, and at 500 meters uh, if we, you know, if, there's, if we can push that into the time. We'll also run it back to 500 meters. And uh, in addition, the folks attending are going to hear the detailed and passionate history of the birth of the great state of Texas. Now, in the course of seven months, we'll follow the colonists, the Texas colonists, uh, as they fought over a dozen major battles uh, and uh, these are include the Battles of Goliath, the Siege of Bear, uh, the Battle of Agua Dulce, Refugio, the Alamo, the Battle of Toledo, and uh, many more, uh, finally culminating with the Battle of San Jacinto, which, uh, which, was, a, which was a completely one-sided victory. Uh, I believe they lost uh, uh, less than 18 men and killed almost 700 of the, the enemy in about 18 minutes. So I hope that uh, all the Texans listening to this want to come out uh, and spend a weekend each month learning to shoot your rifle safely and correctly and hearing us spin out the story of the birth of Texas month by month. And uh, while we're standing under the six flags that uh, have flown over the uh, Republic of Texas. Now, if you have any homeschool groups or church groups or uh, who would like to attend as a group, we'd be glad to make room for you. And there's free camping on the site and uh, a large campfire area, perfect for uh, sitting around at night with uh, marshmallows and roasting them as we tell, tell tales of uh, heroic. And if you'd like to bring up the... Uh, if you'd like to, to bring out this event to arrange in your area, we'll also be glad to do that. Uh, just give me a message. Send me a message, Mike, at BattleRoadUSA.com, and let me know where you are, where your range is, uh, when you'd like to host the event, and we'll be glad to bring the whole operation out to your range or to your private land facility with the instructors, targets, uh, all the other necessary equipment, including liability insurance to cover the event, just uh, get in touch with us and let us know. They say that uh, those who don't know their history are doomed to repeat it, and uh, we see this. We see this happening uh, almost exactly. If you look at uh, the parallels between the American Revolutionary War and his fight for independence, you see the exact story spun out uh, during the, the, the exact story spun out in 1775 and in 1835 and uh, uh, if you'd like to uh, like I said we'll have uh, we'll have a page on the USA uh, website uh, this next week we'll have a page giving the information and stuff about it We'll also have an event right 
page where you can go sign up for the event. And a, an additional, there's, all, there's also a blog that will follow the uh, the uh, Battle Road website. All right? There'll be a blog that follows that that will talk about the battles and give you detailed information on the battles, the, the, why they were fought, where, when, uh, and a detailed history of them. All right? <clears throat> this will be starting in September. And uh, if you'd like any more information, just uh, just shoot me a message, Mike at BattleRoadUSA.com. <laughs> All right, tonight we were uh, we were originally scheduled to have on a fellow, and I'm trying to figure out now what I'm, exactly what I'm supposed to say or how I'm supposed to say this, because uh, uh, he he said he didn't want he wanted to keep from using his name on the air, although it seems to me like everybody knows him, uh, because he still lives in the, in the country where it's still dangerous. But we have a gentleman who was supposed to come on tonight uh, from the Balkans, uh, and, and we're having a little bit of technical difficulty in setting this up, because uh, this would be the, the second actually the third time that I've done an interview, uh, you know, overseas. And uh, and this one just is, is shaping up to be a little bit harder. Anyway, this fellow has gone through the, uh, he went through the collapse of, uh, of the Balkans, the Croatian-Serbian civil war. And, and he has a lot of information, a lot of good information about the things that you can do, the things that you can't do, uh, the things that will work, the things that didn't work for these folks. Uh, whenever, whenever the grid goes down, all right. Uh, well, I'll, I'm going to work on getting this rescheduled. Uh, one of the problems is I'm working with a little bit of antiquated equipment here and uh, I'll see about uh, trying to upgrade that in the next week or two and uh, and move into the 21st century with some of my gear and then figure out a way to get uh, to get him hooked up so that we can do the interview. There's also a kind of a large time difference too. Uh, and I, I'm not going to say it's going to be for next week, but uh, but I'll try to get it on for next week. We'll also next week we'll also have the uh, some of the folks from Operation American Spring. They're going to be gearing up to leave, uh, and uh, we're going to talk to them. They were on this last week. Talk to them as they're gearing up to go. <clears throat> They'll be heading up to the Capitol, and uh, Colonel Riley told us last week that he was hoping to get over a million people to travel to Washington, D.C. and let the government know that we are unhappy about the uh, the erosion of our rights, the, the, the escalating erosion, the escalating disregard uh, for our rights as Americans, uh, the the rampant uh, lawlessness experiencing from our government uh, 
That's not the way it's supposed to go. And yet, here it is. So we'll be talking to them next week, but I'll try and get this guy on, too, for this next week, if at all possible. Uh, And then... uh, And then in the next in the next few weeks, uh, we'll have several other folks. I'd like to have uh, uh, Mr. Knox on. Uh, he said he would like to come on. I'd like to have uh, Mr. Knox on to talk about the the Knox family and the uh, uh, and the coalition and what they're doing because they've got a lot of uh, important work going on. I'd like Mr. Pratt, uh, Larry Pratt from Gun Owners of America to come on the show and talk about uh, about what Gun Owners of America are doing for us. Uh, there's several organizations that are working really hard, and you should be you should be keeping your ears to them. Now, uh, here in Texas, we have the Texas State Rifle Association, and they work really hard uh, on defending our Second Amendment rights, and really all rights. Now, take a look. Each of your states should have some equivalent to that. See about getting involved with them. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, see about, uh, about connecting with your local state organizations because uh, being a member of NRA is good, and I encourage that but your local organizations are going to serve you better locally. They're going, to be, they're going to be more in tune with the things that you, as a citizen of whatever state you're in, as a citizen of that state, of the things that you need. Uh, all right. And uh, I see that the old guy says Madison Rising was in Maine last year. Says they're an awesome group. Well, I've seen the I've seen a couple of the uh, YouTube videos of their songs, and I think that they are their songs were great. I think they were very timely songs, and uh, and uh, yeah, I listen to the songs, and sometimes I'm thinking that is that is that actually enough? You know, I mean their uh, their songs are uh, are like protest songs. Uh, and one of the songs is uh, uh, Lock and Load. Uh, they have a great rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, and uh, quite a few others. And, uh, and I think that they've been on uh, uh, on a lot of the uh, like conservative talk shows and stuff like that. And I think they're really starting to... Uh, the interest in them is starting to pick up, and uh, I'm hoping hoping that we can get them uh, out to our event in September. I think Ms. Davis is working on that. <clears throat> now, I've told you guys plenty of times before uh, that if there are subjects that you'd like to see covered, uh, that the best way... Uh, to get them covered is to shoot me a note about it. And then you go to the website and you can send me a note uh, here on, through Blog Talk Radio or on Facebook or uh, 
uh, you know, there's all kinds of different ways to get messages now, but the best one would be email, mike at babylonusa.com, and uh, let me know what what subjects that you would like to see covered and uh, what guests that you would like to hear uh, uh, to have us for us to have on the show. And uh, if you go to the website, babylonusa.com, there's also a way to sign up. There's a link up there on the, the top of the page for you to sign up for the newsletter, and uh, and we'll send out we'll send out announcements on the newsletter for the show. And I'm trying to work out the uh, the blog talk radio reminder system. And uh, because the system is kind of hinky and my equipment is old, it's really been a fight. Uh, to get it all loaded, to get all the email addresses loaded. Let me get them put input into the system. They want it to be. And the problem with it is that if I have even one thing wrong anywhere, then it it won't send out any notices until I correct that one thing wrong. But sometimes it doesn't tell me what the wrong, the one thing wrong is. I've got to search for it and and try to do a search through uh, through several thousand emails. Uh, it's very time-consuming, especially, like I said, on, this, on, on antiquated equipment. But uh, hopefully I'll get that up in the next week or so, and the the reminder emails for the show will start coming out through Blog Talk, through their email system, and uh, and you guys will get your reminders that way. <clears throat> all right. Uh, for tonight, that's really all I'm going to have for tonight. Uh, we'll have uh, the guys on this next week from Operation American Spring to give you an update as they're ready to move out. I'll try and have uh, the gentleman from the Balkans. I'll try and have that ironed up and uh, and him on the show. Uh, but unless anybody, I don't see anybody in the call uh, the calling queue right now. Then I'm going to go ahead and uh, call it for tonight. God bless and keep you all, and we will see you uh, next Thursday, 7 p.m. Central. All right? Thank you, folks. Get back and
Dragging who we need And call this liberty 